Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, could the Rams be looking for yet another defensive coordinator? Plus, the Rams send the Bucks home with a loss. And later, fight for first place. We preview cards at Rams. Next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports 4 Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? And welcome back to Rams Showcase. I am your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags. I am laying down the law for you guys tonight. Bunch of cool stuff to get into. We've got the Arizona Cardinals coming to town to play our LA Rams at SoFi Stadium. But before we get into that game, we'll talk about what those Rams did to them bucks on Sunday, which was honestly a lot more than I thought they were going to do. And it was pretty sweet to watch. So we do have that going for us. We also got another giveaway uh, for you guys. We will announce the winner. I got all my names in a hat over here. We'll announce that winner. And then uh, Rams might be losing another defensive coordinator. Can we just keep a defensive coordinator? It's all I want is to keep somebody here. Just, just stick around, guys. We also are giving out our uh, Week 3 game badge as well. And uh, spoiler alert, I, I feel like some people are going to be like, Hey, man. I, there was there was this guy, there was this guy, you know, but I'm going with this guy. All right, but we'll get into that uh, here in a bit. But first, I think we should do this giveaway real fast. So uh, we got another Shaw's Custom. Oh, I, I messed it up again. We got another giveaway from Shaw's Customs. So we'll go ahead and rock this one out here. Got all my names in this hat here. And uh, we... we um, We'll do another one as well. Um, I didn't get as as many entries this time as I usually do, which is totally fine. Uh, this just actually means whoever did enter, your chances are just higher than everybody else's. Everybody, well, you're they're way higher than everybody who didn't enter. Way higher. I can tell you that much for sure. But we'll announce another one too. Let me think on that. Uh, I'll, this time I'll actually remember that I said that I, I would think on what, what the answer will be. But uh, for this one, let's go ahead and pick out a name, making direct eye contact, aggressive eye contact here. And let's pick this one out. We'll go to this name feels right to me. This one feels like a winner. Let's see who it is. And the winner of this week's Shaw's Customs giveaway is Edwin Gonzalez. Congratulations, man. Edwin is actually a huge supporter of the show here. And definitely much appreciation, man. So I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm happy that you're getting this, man, because your support has been awesome and I definitely appreciate it. And I know that you're one of those hardcore Rams fans that absolutely just loves this team. Like a lot of people that actually are here on Rams Showcase, uh, pretty hardcore fans. I like to think that, uh, the, the Rams Showcase is the kind of content that, that attracts the high, like the, the super intense fans. I like to think at least. I don't know if the casual fans are cool too. I have no issues with that. I like I'm not like a I'm not like one of those fan haters who like if you can't name, you know, Matthew Stafford's third daughter's middle name, I'm not going to call you a bad fan for that. I like it's okay if you just know 
who Stafford is. It's okay if you only know that the quarterback is number nine. I don't care. As long as you're a Rams fan, you're all good in my book. It is okay with me. But, Edwin, congratulations on the win uh, with the, the giveaway from Shaw's Customs. We'll get that forwarded, or the, the, the address forwarded uh, to Shaw's Customs once I get it from you, okay? This is what I'm going to need from you. I'm going to need you to, to send me that that address on any of the Rams Showcase social media pages by kickoff on Sunday so that I can get that out to Shaw's Customs and we can get you that prize pack. And you did notice I put it right over here. This little stack over here that I've accumulated over my uh, Shaw's Customs giveaways, uh, this is actually going to be part of, we got them all right here. There's these little tiny strips of paper, so they're difficult to pick up. So you guys get the idea. They're little strips of paper with people's names on them. They won. But uh, those ones there, at the end of the season, after the Rams season is over, I should say, uh, so uh, after the Super Bowl, <laughs> is uh, we'll do a big giveaway. Uh, and and that'll that'll be absolutely awesome. And also, guys, I want to let you guys know that uh, the the Rams and the Cardinals play this weekend. We know that, but also the Seahawks and San Francisco 49ers play. And I'm sure most of you guys know that. If not, that is the tra- the case. Uh, the 49ers and Seahawks do play this weekend in San Francisco or Santa Clara. I guess nobody plays football in San Francisco. But uh, what we're doing that uh, what we're doing for that as well as uh, Shaw's Customs has decided that for next week. And this is what I kind of. I kind of took his information and expanded it. And so basically what we're going to do is the two teams that win between those those uh, two games, those winners will get a giveaway on the next NFC West roundtable that happens every single Tuesday, either on, uh, it's on one of four channels because it's, it's here at Ram Showcase, it's the AZ Sports Fan, CG Ruthless Sports, and Steezy A. Smith. Those are the four channels of the NFC West Roundtable. Next week, I can tell you guys that the NFC West Roundtable will be held on the Ram Showcase channel. So you have absolutely no excuse to not be a part of that. And what we're going to do is the two teams that win, we're going to give away some decals for those teams. So if the Rams win, then if you guys hop on the NFC West Roundtable, we'll figure out exactly how we're going to give those away and and exactly the process that's going to happen with those. But you hop on there, and we'll be doing giveaways. So if the Rams win, make sure you're there, because then you guys might be able to get some free decals, all right? And these decals are super sick, all right? There's definitely one sitting in my car outside right now. There's one right here on this laptop right now. And there's some in the mail, which I also, I'm not going to call names or anything like that, but I actually did get a message today. Somebody asked if I had sent that out. So if you guys are not receiving those, I, 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 I'm sorry, A, um, but also let me know so that I can actually, I can, I'll just resend stuff, I guess. So maybe you'll get two. I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen here, but uh, go ahead and resend uh, or send me some information so we can get that sent out to you guys. And if you guys want a Ram Showcase decal, just like this puppy right here, go ahead and send me a message. I'll just send you one. It's fine. I need your address. I'll send you uh, a decal. I got some. Yeah, I got one right here. Look, do you want one of those? Yes. The answer is yes. I'll answer for you. And uh, yeah, we can do... Well, you just have one. All right? So send me a message. What we're going to do for this week's giveaway, uh, pretty simple here. Because um, last week we did Name Your Favorite uh, Ram Showcase segment. And then I also asked you guys to give me your least favorite segment. And you know what? I, You guys are way too nice, I guess. Because everybody was like, no, dude, I think your show is perfect. I mean, that's like not exact words. But everybody was like, I love it all. Like, And that's... I, I, like, genuinely, I cannot even express the gratitude that I have for those comments. That's that's amazing. I, I mean, I put a lot of work into this show. I have an absolute blast with it. So the fact that you guys are enjoying it is a very positive thing on my end. So thank you guys so much. I do appreciate it. But 
Uh, for this week's giveaway, what we're going to go ahead and do is um, I'm going to I'm going to ask for your favorite. You know what? Just give me your favorite Rams logo. I don't know why that's the one that's coming into my head right now, but just give me your favorite Rams logo. If it's this new one, that's totally fine. If it's the old one, the, that's totally fine. If it's the super old one, that's totally fine. If it's helmet, that's fine. It, whatever, okay? Just it, There are no wrong answers, okay? Because it's literally your favorite. If you're lying about your favorite, I would have no idea because I don't know what actually your favorite is. So go ahead and drop that in the comment section below and uh, you'll be entered in to win this contest by answering that question, by letting me know what logo is your favorite. You are giving me permission to use your name and or photos on the next episode of Ram Showcase, the, the one that, that we are, will announce uh, the winners for. And uh, also, uh, I'm allowed to change these rules at any time. You ought to send me your address in a reasonable time. I give Edwin the, the, the deadline. Sunday kickoff against the Arizona Cardinals, which is a game we will talk about heavily here momentarily but first let's go ahead and get into i just have one piece of news for you guys uh this is the this is what i wanted to kind of start with is the rams possibly losing another defensive coordinator and it looks like current defensive coordinator raheem morris is in the conversation for usc's next head coach this is a position that has gotten a lot of press so far i mean urban meyer was even in this conversation but raheem morris is now part of that conversation and i gotta admit guys i would hate to see the rams need another defensive coordinator especially because this defense is loaded with stars right now so a little bit of consistency at that spot would be such a positive and and to to keep a guy for two maybe even three years at that spot would really be able to make him get his his scheme going his power going and and be able to just unleash these guys and if everybody's got to learn a new scheme every single year those first couple weeks up until probably week five or six you're still kind of getting the groove of it we're still in that zone right now because we went from Brandon Staley to Raheem Morris but Raheem Morris leaving I mean I I would definitely support him I I hope he does well and honestly I mean the way that, that it went down when he became the the Buccaneers head coach a few years back I mean, they just didn't really help him that much. I mean, they, it's not like they were out signing Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette, you know what I mean? Like, they weren't out here doing this. So, I mean, they, I think they kind of put him in a position to, to to not succeed. And so, I mean, he comes to the Rams. We got a killer defense. The roster is loaded. We got absolute superstars, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. And then we got budding superstars and, and guys like Jordan Fuller and Kenny Young. And so, it's it's... It's a positive that he's here right now because he's able to help these guys get better and the team loves him, but I would absolutely support him. Uh, I hope he does well. I do think he does get another shot as an NFL head coach sooner rather than later. So I don't know if uh, USC is the the path that he would like to take, but it does make sense that he would go there, be a head coach for maybe a couple years and then slip his way back into the big leagues uh, to coach another NFL team. So you know what? I'm just hoping it doesn't really happen this year. I would love to see him stick around for at least one or two more after this season's over because I would like to see just a little bit of consistency at that position. Let's look back at this game where we had uh, the LA Rams defeat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 24-34 to was the final score of this one. And I'll be honest, guys, unexpected. I did not anticipate the Rams playing that well. I thought it would be much closer for sure. But the Rams, they really might be better than I thought they were. And I thought they were pretty good. 
but it's it's difficult to say because like as a as a Rams person, I have a hard time being like the Rams are just absolutely dominant because it's like obviously that's like it with this is my area of speaking. I mean, it's going to sound ridiculous no matter what I say positive in, in like when I go that positive. So I just think that this team right now, like I really do think we are the best team in the NFL today. And it's not a, I mean, I don't think that that's going too overboard and I hope not. I hope that nobody's out there like this guy's an absolute, absolute joke. I mean, that's true, but that's not the point. Okay. The point is this team is very good, and I thought that this team was good. They're better than I expected them to be. The way that they handled the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are a very strong football team, and I don't think that that, that game against the Rams should make anybody look lesser on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because what they were doing out there on the field was not necessarily bad. I mean, yes, their secondary is an absolute joke. They just signed Richard Sherman uh, today, or was that yesterday? It was this week, they signed Richard Sherman, and it's something we talked about last week that they had had those conversations they had at least inquired that is official now he is officially a Tampa Bay Buccaneers so they did they are trying to address it but bringing in like an elder Richard Sherman I, I just don't know if that's necessarily the answer but on the offensive side of the football in their front I mean none of that should be like we shouldn't look less on the Bucks because of what the Rams did to him you know what I mean like the Rams are just playing some good clean football right now and it is honestly it's so much fun to watch it's um it's pretty awesome, but uh, you know, it's it's I, I'm a I'm a little bit nervous about the the defense right now. I'll, I'll say that, uh, but also I love it. So I'm I'm a little bit torn <laughs> in my true emotions about this Rams defense because the Rams defense is definitely giving up a lot, but they're also like it feels like they're still in control. They are in control of the game, which is a weird thing. I mean, if you would have if I, entering week three, you would have told me, hey. Tom Brady's going to throw for over 400 yards and no interceptions. I would have been like, oh, so we lose? Cool. And that is, I mean, that the, it, the part A happened, the part B did not, okay? So uh, it's, it does make me nervous, and and there it feels like there's going to be a team that can take advantage of, it, of that, but doesn't that feel like it would have been the Bucks that could have taken advantage of the way that the Rams are playing defense right now, which is very, I mean, not necessarily like, pulled back or anything like that it just seems like they're controlling it they, they'll let you do what they want to let you do kind of thing but if you, they don't want you to do something you're not doing it you know what I mean so then obviously you don't want to give up any yards at all if you could give up what the you know if you could do what the Browns did to the Bears that's always fun but uh, I think that the, the way that the Rams are kind of controlling it on defense is is it, it it feels interesting and I don't even know if I would call it Ben but don't break but it just feels like they're just controlling the pace and just kind of letting things happen and then attacking when they see an attack opportunity so I don't know it feels like it's very much setting the pace here feel free to let me know if you guys agree or disagree with that because I am I'm curious to see what other people have in mind about the Rams defense right now and, and how you feel about it because I've, I've been seeing uh, you know on on the social media networks that uh, that, that some fans are really, really nervous about this defense. And they're they're kind of like, everybody's kind of pulled back right now saying like, I don't know if we're going to be able to, like, I don't know, somebody's going to take advantage of it. But wouldn't that have been the Bucks? Like, it just feels like if somebody was going to take advantage of the way the Rams are playing defense right now, it would have been Tom Brady and all those weapons. I know that they were out Antonio Brown, but doesn't it just feel like that's what would have happened? Let me know, guys. I need to know. Uh, also, I thought these were just some pretty sweet uh, statistics the, the Rams are scoring on over 58% of their drives. That is 
awesome. That is first in the NFL. I don't think that I need to say that, but uh, it is. They're scoring on quite a bit of their drives, and uh, the defense is only giving up points on 22% of their drives. So uh, looking pretty good right there. And I think that that translates into a 3-0 record. Trying to improve on that. Let's go ahead and give away our game badge this week. It's going to Kenny Young. Kenny Young, he responded in such a big way. And I know there's people out there saying, hey, but Matthew Stafford was NFC Player of the Week. We'll talk about Matthew Stafford. But game badge? Game badge is a different level, all right? It's a different animal than just being like, hey, this guy had great numbers or anything like that. Cooper Cup? Yeah, awesome day. But Kenny Young, based on what happened in Week 2, him getting ejected. I went on a whole thing about it last week in the episode of Ram Showcase. Went on a whole thing talking about Kenny Young and how I thought he was going to respond really well, and he did just that. He led the team with eight total tackles. He also notched a sack and a forced fumble after being ejected in week two. Young had an awesome week three, and that is just, it's perfect to see that. It's like, the, that's exactly what you want to see. Uh, his press conference was perfect. I mean, he comes out and he's just, you know, he's he's like, that's what, that's what we needed to do. I learned a lot, and that is what we do, you know what I mean? So, it's absolutely perfect. This game badge could have definitely gone to Stafford uh, if not for Kenny Young's performance and his press conference. Honestly, that that was like a big selling point for myself. He answered everything perfectly, and uh, I really do expect a very focused, a very zoned in, a very aggressive, controlled aggressive Kenny Young for the rest of the 2021 season. I do think that he is the Rams' uh, top linebacker right now. I, I know that we've got Leonard Floyd. I know Justin Hollins was playing really great before his injury. We'll talk about that here in a second, but I think that Kenny Young is our guy, and uh, I'm a little bit surprised maybe not to see him with the green dot, but also, I mean, it's Jordan Fuller who's got the green dot, so I mean, it's hard to it's hard to think that that's a bad thing. Let's go to the next one here. Uh, these, these are not game badges. These are just some uh, some notable performances. Perform, perform, perform I? You get it. You get it. Uh, quarterback Matthew Stafford, he continues to make his presence felt on this offense. I mean, he you, like we can tell that there is a different guy at the quarterback position, and he's very good at this game of football that we all love to watch so much. You expect it from a quarterback. Uh, you expect him like the presence to be felt from the quarterback position, but dang. I mean, it is it is palpable. You know what I mean? It is a very real thing that you can just you can just feel. That that uh, this team is just much better because of Stafford, twenty-seven of thirty-eight, three hundred forty-three yards, four tutties, zero picks, was sacked one time. He was the NFC Offensive Player of the Week, which is uh, great news. I mean, he was that in Week One. He gets it in Week Two or Week Week Three. I mean, so yeah, we're looking pretty sweet right now. And honestly, Stafford's on record-setting pace. He's he's thrown. I, I saved it here. I I, I didn't uh, write it, but I did save a picture. Oh, uh, well, I guess I could. I guess I did not save the picture. That's too bad. But uh, he's uh he's doing better than than the ninety nine Kurt Warner start. You know what I mean? That's like he's got more yards, better completion percentage. I think even touchdowns, and then less picks. So, I mean, the way that he's he's able to, the, the way that he came in starting this season for the LA Rams, unreal. He's on a record-setting pace. I know we added a game, but he is doing just, he's he's playing phenomenal. And I, I like to, I'd like to make note that every single person, every single one that I saw that was leading up into the season going like, well, we'll see Matthew Stafford 
never won a playoff game because he played for the Lions. Like, we don't even know if he's good. All those people have either A, disappeared, or B, have owned up to those comments and have absolutely come out and said, I was wrong. And that's all I appreciate because I'm that guy. I'll say I'm wrong if I'm wrong, okay? So I do request that from everybody else. All those people that were saying, like, well, Matthew Stafford, we don't know if he's any good. He's never even won a playoff game. Like, he's never done this. He's never done this. He's injury prone, all this stuff. They're sitting there now going, like, dang, Stafford is great. We got ourselves a guy. Too bad we got him at 33, but we'll still get him for a couple years, and uh, hopefully some cool things happen over these next couple years. Feel good about that. Uh, Wide receiver Deshaun Jackson was finally able to haul in a deep ball, and how the heck did these Bucks let that happen when we tried two times before we actually hit on it? These Bucks are bad in the secondary, man. Bad in the secondary. Jackson did voice some uh, mild displeasure of his lack of utilization in the Rams' offense to this point, but he did bring in the 75-yard tutty pass from our quarterback, Matthew Stafford, because that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. That's my. Well, that's one of my favorite memes to post or work quotes. <laughs> that's my quarterback. Uh, but also, with that catch, that 75-yard touchdown catch, uh, Deshaun Jackson ties uh, Lance Allworth, former Charger, uh, for most 75-plus yard touchdown catches for a career with nine total. So one more 75-plus yard tutty for DJX, and he will stand alone in that spot. And uh, on the game, he had three receptions for 120 yards and the tutty. So uh, if you guys are keeping track at home, that's 40 yards average. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, wide receiver Cooper Cup had nine catches for 96 yards and two touchdowns. Cooper Cup, his amazing start is just, I mean, it continues. And he's on a record-setting pace. Uh, he's actually on pace right now uh, to, to have 2,079 receiving yards and 28 touchdowns. That's pretty good. I don't know if he hits those numbers, okay? That would be pretty extreme. Because you got to think in some in some way, there's going to be some teams out there that are going to you know try to slow him down. And we've also got the other guys. We got Bobby Trees, we got Van Jefferson, we got Djax, we got Higby. I mean, we'll be able to to supplement that. But you got to think some some teams are going to start to take him out. But he is currently first in the NFL in receiving yards and receiving touchdowns. 367 receiving yards and five touchdowns. Let's get into the rest of the West. What those other three dweebs are up to? So. The Seattle Seahawks, they fall to the Minnesota Vikings. I did not pick this game correctly. I did think that the Seahawks would win this game. The Seahawks dropped to 1-2, and two, and I'll be honest, guys. Their defense is a problem. They're not looking too good on defense. They're, the second-half Seahawks are a different team than the first-half Seahawks, and I'm not sure what's going on in that locker room, but those orange slices are going bad or something. That Gatorade is maybe a little too warm. Something's going on in that locker room where they all go in there, and then they just come out not good at football <laughs> in the second half. I was going to get a lot more mean there, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save it. I'm going to save it for later in the season, I think. Because, I mean, look at look at this. Though. Like, the Seahawks, they play at the 49ers. That game's at 1.05 p.m. Uh, Pacific time on Fox. Uh, we'll look at the distribution map here in a, in a minute, but... Uh, they have this game, and the San Francisco 49ers gave the, the Packers one heck of a game last week. We'll talk about that in a second, but I, I don't know if the Seahawks can win this game. And then after that, the Rams play the Seahawks. Could the Seattle Seahawks really start 1-4? and four? 
I think it's very, very possible. And then at that point, I think it's time for the Seahawks to put on their panic pants because uh, that's that's a tough climb. Being one and two uh, with two teams being three and zero oh in the NFC West, that's already one heck of a climb. So Seattle, if they drop to one and four, I don't know if they do anything cool this year. The Green Bay Packers de- uh, defeated the San Francisco 49ers last week on Sunday Night Football. That game was thirty to twenty eight. Those 49ers started celebrating. Oh, they were celebrating. 37 seconds left. They go up. Oh, man. They go up by a point. But there's this dude. You guys may have heard of him. Aaron Rodgers. A Rodg. He comes in and uh, no timeouts and just, you know, does Aaron Rodgers things. But also, by the way, the 49ers, I mean, do they know the Packers roster? The only guy that 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 Rodgers likes to throw to is Devontae Adams. You don't even cover him? That's on you, Niners, all right? That's on you. Uh, We already talked about their game, though. They do host the Seattle Seahawks on Fox. And I'll be honest, guys, I like... Because Jimmy, he's he goes so back and forth, like, wildly. Like, he had that that fumble where he just, like... uh, Whatever he was doing, just dropped it into the ground for a fumble... And then he does that last drive where he just marches down, makes a bunch of big-time throws and, and scores and takes the lead again. And you got to think that there's only two, three, four quarterbacks in the entire NFL that would have come back and won that game like Aaron Rodgers did. He is one of those. So, I mean, that's that's tough. But I, I, I still think that that team gets better once Trey Lance starts playing. And the Arizona Cardinals, they had to come back a little bit on the Jacksonville Jaguars. That game was 31-19 to in favor of the Cardinals. Cardinals are now 3-0 for the first time since 2015. They get up that wild kick return, the kick six on a 68-yard field goal attempt, which, by the way, awful call to even try that. Like, what, what, like I don't know if he thought that that would still just be a touchback, but that was a bad call. A 109-yard return, and that was pretty awesome. But they, uh, the Cardinals responded really well. They had two picks and three sacks on rookie quarterback, first overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, who the Rams will see on December 4th. And I will see you on December 4th at SoFi Stadium, because I will be there. And uh, it'll be awesome. But uh, with that, though, the Arizona Cardinals do play at the L.A. Rams, 1.05 p.m. Pacific time on Fox. Uh, not the game of the week this time. I'm a little bit disappointed yet. 3-0 versus 3-0, NFC West, best division in football, except for the Seahawks, who are like not holding their weight here. And we still don't, we like barely get, like, we get little specks of cities all over, but it's not the game of the week or anything like that. So, putting into some transactions before we hit our break. Uh, so, really, just, uh, just one that kind of, well, two that kind of just go hand in hand. So, linebacker Justin Hollins. Uh, he did have surgery on his partially torn pec. That surgery did happen on Tuesday. He will miss an extended period, but should be back later on this season, uh, possibly in time for the playoffs, probably a little bit before, which will be nice, so get him back in there. Uh, the Rams, uh, because of that move, did claim linebacker Jameer Jones off of waivers from the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is 23 years old. He was waived just Tuesday and then claimed on Wednesday he was a UDFA undrafted free agent to the Houston Texans in 2020 but was waived in July so he did not participate on any roster throughout the 2020 season then was signed in Pittsburgh had four sacks in preseason and uh, that really got him onto the team where he's recorded two tackles in the regular season but that is it for his statistics uh, for his career so he does come in I don't anticipate him being active at least initially uh, the Rams do have some interesting linebackers that we can rotate in here. So 
Uh, Chris Garrett came in with the motor, man. I was loving seeing Chris Garrett out there. I thought he was playing awesome football. Justin Lawler is playing through that broken hand, so that's good news. Uh, and then Terrell Lewis has been playing some pretty good ball, too. Almost knocked out Gronkowski from the game. And there was a queso last week. I'll, I'd have to check uh, who exactly commented. I think I have it. Uh, the, the information. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, like we almost murdered Gronk out there. And then Kenny Young did get his sack on Brady. He didn't, like, completely suplex him into the ground. But he did get him, which was nice. So, um, but yeah, uh, Jameer Jones, your newest L.A. Ram. I don't even have a number for him yet, actually. Let me just check and see if I've got a number for him. This will take probably too long, but it's okay. You guys understand. So we'll just check. I'm just going to check the official site. It's nothing crazy. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I just want to see if we got a number for uh, for Jones yet because uh, he is your newest Los Angeles Ram. It's always cool to get, get new players, you know? It's fun. Let's see. I don't see him here. Is he on this list at all? Jameer Jones, no number yet. We don't even have a picture yet. All we have is that he's from Notre Dame. He's a linebacker at 6'3". So we got that. All right, let's um, let's go ahead and hop into our break. And on the other side, we got the Arizona Cardinals coming to town. 3-0 versus 3-0. SoFi Stadium, this one's going to be absolutely amazing. We'll break down the entire game next. Joss Customs link will be in the description below. So if you guys want to pick up some sick decals, you don't trust yourself to win one maybe, or you guys just want them faster, you guys want a Ram Showcase decal, a big old Rams decal. I got a big old puppy on my back window of my car. And uh, that's where you're going to need to be. A link will be in the description below. Shaz Customs. Also, I don't know if I'm allowed to shout too much out here, but uh, you'll I see on the other side of this computer back here, I got myself one of those little LED things with my logo in it courtesy of uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Aaron and Misty, out here in uh, in Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs, but it's uh, <laughs> a part of the squad that we watch uh, Rams games out here with. Uh, we're really actually the squad. Everybody else is kind of stragglers a little bit. They kind of pepper in when they want to, but it's us three, really. We're the, we're the squad. That's good stuff. First up, before we get into our game preview here, do need to let you guys know about Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy this football season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. Okay, eliminate the research and all the sleepers. You don't need no sleepers here. Focus on the top tier talent of the NFL who will have the biggest impacts on the games week in and week out. Choose 10 of the top 20 available players. Uh, player props. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value. For both the over and the under, based on how likely it is to happen. You get your prop picks right, rack up the points. Thrive has over $140,000 of guaranteed prizes. Uh, and that was uh, for this week and has already awarded over $4 million. You guys want your little taste of $4 million? Head over to Thrive Fantasy. Use code RAMSHOWCASE or you can follow the link in the description below. And you'll receive a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. So you put in 50 bucks, you get $100. Rams Showcase, all one word, or you can follow the link in the description below. Download the app on the App Store or the Play Store, or visit ThriveFantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. If you're more of a gambler, uh, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm, a, I'm on both, but I like to do the gambling. The NFL season, though, is here. We are, we are almost like getting a quarter through this thing right now. 
And if you're looking for a sport, sports book to put your money where your mouth is, they look no further than BetUS. You probably already know that BetUS has been around for almost three decades, thriving and paying their loyal customer fan base. That is you. You head to BetUS.com, B-E-T-U-S. Dot com or you can dial 800-69-BETUS, that's MYBETUS, 800-MYBETUS, and use promo code RAMSHOWCASE for a 125% bonus on your first deposit. RAMSHOWCASE 200, if you're depositing with crypto, you get a 200% bonus. BETUS has NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, golf, and much more. You do live bets as well, so as the game's happening, you can still get on there. You want to bet the Rams? Do it. You want to bet the Bucks to absolutely smoke the Patriots this weekend? Do it. Because I'm thinking that that's going to be a blowout. Did you see? Did you see Brady with his his his, his head down? Oh man, Patriots getting smoked. You can also check out the online casino games. You can follow the lead of Sheriff Joe Bags here. I'm gonna put money on uh, the Rams money line this week for sure. Uh, we'll we'll get into some numbers here soon, but. You get on your phone, go to BetUS.com, B-E-T-U-S.com, and you sign up today with a sports book known for its longevity and integrity like I did. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS. Let's talk about this Rams and Cardinals game that we have coming up on Sunday, brought to you by BetUS. Link is in the description below. Promo code RAM Showcase for a 125% bonus. The Arizona Cardinals come in at 3-0 to take on the LA Rams, who also sit at 3-0, playing some good football. Both of these teams, this game kicks off at 1.05 p.m. on Fox. And I didn't have it written down here, but I do believe it is Chris Myers and Daryl Johnston on the call for the commentary on this one. And uh, this game, actually, we'll, we'll put up the, the distribution map. Boom! And the Rams will be playing in the yellow areas. So very sporadic and subject to change as well. So... So uh, keep an eye out on uh, on the distribution map. You can go to 506sports.com. That's where I find these. I've got no secrets about where I find my information. It is readily available out there. Or you can just Google NFL distribution map, and that's uh, something a way you could pull it up there too. But these maps are subject to change, and, like, and they usually do, at least a little bit as the week progresses. So Rams in yellow. Chris Myers, Daryl Johnson on the call. This game is on Fox, so if you guys are in that area, Change that TV to Fox and you'll be good to go. The Rams are favored in this game by six points. You get three for being at home and then you get that extra three for just being a dope team and better than the Cardinals. So <laughs> if you guys want to put your money on that one, imagine that the Rams are just they're the minus six to start the game and then you and then they'll still win. That's at least what you're betting on, right? And it's uh, minus 250 for the money line uh, for the Rams kind of where I'm sitting. I'm a I'm I'm a money line kind of guy. I don't I don't usually get into uh to the line as far as uh the point spreads and stuff. I like the money line and uh I I love to hit the parlays on the money. I got a sick parlay going this week. I might be able to pull away with some uh with a pretty pretty sick win. And I feel pretty good about it. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is. I'm not gonna, that's for me. You guys make your own parlays for BetUS. The over under in this one though is 54.5. So you know what? Uh, I'm feeling points in this one, guys. I think um, uh, I'm feeling points. I think that I, I think uh, I haven't decided. That's why I'm struggling with this. I think I'm going to go over. I think I'm going to go over. I like this. I like points in this one. Let's take a look at the history of this matchup. Rams do lead the all-time series 45-38-2, which is pretty cool because the Rams have won eight straight. So... <laughs> Uh, the Rams were below in the series a little bit ago, uh, just four years ago, and have 
climbed their way to a pretty sweet uh, lead there. The most recent game between these two came this year. That was January 3rd of 2021. That was an 18-7 win for your LA Rams. The first ever game between these two came on October 3rd, 1937. That was a 6-0 win for the Chicago Cardinals over the Cleveland Rams. There have been so many different situations. We have like Cleveland versus Chicago. Then we have LA versus Chicago. Then we have LA versus St. Louis. Then we have LA versus like Phoenix. And then LA. And then, and then uh, St. Louis versus Arizona. And then we go back to LA. It's all over the place, guys. All over the place. Uh, but each team has played in three cities starting up north and then uh each have played in st louis as well and neither play in st louis today the rams first game playing in st louis was 27 to 3 that was the la rams beating the st louis cardinals and that game came on december 5th of 1965 and i will let you guys know right now that date is going to be important as far as trivia questions go later this season so stay take your notes Classes in session. Professor Joe Bags is here to throw down the knowledge for you guys. But um, the Rams have won the last eight between these these two teams, the Rams and Cardinals. All of those with Sean McVay. Before that, the road team won five straight games. So Professor Joe Bags again here, teaching you guys that in the last thirteen games between these two teams, the home team has only won four. That's pretty impressive, honestly. I mean, that's uh, those percentages are pretty sick. I can't do that in my head right now. It's got to be like 28%, something like that. Fact check me, guys. Fact check me. That's fine. But, uh, yeah, road teams doing well in this series. Like I said, only four home wins over the last 13 years in this series. That's pretty sweet stuff right there. And, you know, it's uh, all four wins coming for, from these last four years for the Rams because we won eight straight. So pretty interesting stuff. Sean McVay has never lost to the Arizona Cardinals as the Rams head coach, but this isn't your older brother's Cardinals. And I say older brother's Cardinals because it's not, I mean, it's only been the last four years. I don't feel comfortable saying your father's Cardinals. You know what I mean? Like your father's Cardinals are more like 1965 or maybe way newer. I don't know. My parents were born in 67, so not even really my parents <laughs> not even my father's cardinals <laughs> but uh it's only been uh, the the four years yet so it's it, I, I it's not your father's card it's your older brother's cardinals these are not your older brother's cardinals though the rams both enter this uh this game at uh at three and0 apiece winner will be four and0 sitting alone in first place in the NFC West which is uh, a very, very strong division. I'm having a hard time with these Seahawks saying that we're the best division in sports because they are under 500 now. Uh, a position that if you can have uh, the first place in the NFC West, that is a position that while it is still extremely early, and I'll give you that, it's only after week four that uh, this person will be in first place. But this is also the toughness of this division. I mean, that's that's a that's a spot that you can really, like, you if you're the best in the best division, I mean, you're a dang good football team, all right? So the LA Rams or Arizona Cardinals will be holding that title this year. But these Cardinals, like I said, they are not the same Cardinals, all right? This team is way more loaded, way more explosive on offense. Kyler Murray looks like he's having probably the best season of what what will be the best season of his career. He's got weapons for days. You shut down DeAndre Hopkins, and then you've got 
Uh, A.J. Green just throwing it down, getting over 100 yards. You got Christian Kirk going over 100 over here. And then their defense, I mean, J.J. Watt, in fairness, is a little bit of just like a, a shine to the D. De- he's not like, he's not transforming the defense. He's more of just like an ornament. He makes the defense uh, look better on paper. Uh, he's not himself absolutely just destroying everybody's soul. But that defense is very good. Their secondary is maybe a little bit rough. Uh, very similar to the to the Buccaneers, I guess, in that regard. But Buda Baker is a monster, so you always got to watch out for him. And then Chandler Jones is just no joke. I mean, that dude's good at football, guys. I mean, he's very good at football. So, uh, yeah, this is a different team than the Rams have played for the last four years. But I will say also that this is a different team than the Cardinals have played for the last four years. This Rams team is good right now. We are very good right now. And this is probably, like, as I've been saying that uh, this is probably the best Cardinals team that Sean McVay has gone against as a head coach. But I also think that this might be the best Rams team that Sean McVay has had as the Rams head coach. The best so far, 2018, losing to the Super Bowl to the New England Patriots 13-3 to is the worst day of my life. But uh, this year, I think that the Rams are better than that 2018 team. I think, like, our our deep weapon, we got replaced with, uh, like, we, we lose Brandon Cooks, now it's Deshaun Jackson. But we also still have Bobby Trees, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup's actually playing this time. He did not play in that Super Bowl. Our defense, when when we entered that Super Bowl, it was Aqib Tlaib, Marcus Peters, and, you know, like guys like John Johnson. And so I, the those guys are all gone now. I mean, we've got Jordan Fuller, who I think is is an absolute monster. Jalen Ramsey is one of the better players in the NFL at any position. I Like, I'm not even, I'm no longer saying he's one of the best corners in the NFL or he's the best corner in the NFL. He's one of the better players in the league today. And uh, Darius Williams had a rough week last week, but I do anticipate him getting uh, back to himself a little bit. He had a, a rough day, but I think this is the best team that Sean McVay has had. So I think we're going to stick with that one. Let's take a look at the matchup in this game. We'll start with the Rams offense versus the Cardinals defense. Uh, the Rams offense, I mean, sitting middle of the road right now, just a, just a touch above average, sitting at that 14th total. Passing the footballs where they're they're playing really well though, and scoring points. You got to score points to win in this league, and the Rams are doing that, putting up over 31 a game. Running the football is still a concern, but also the Rams are not necessarily using the the run game to to set up the pass anymore. Uh, the Rams have now a quarterback who doesn't need to have those misdirections to be able to find an open guy. So I think a lot more attention is going to the pass. Sean McVay loves to throw the football, but the Cardinals defense is good at stopping the pass, only giving up uh, just over 200 yards through the air each game and uh, just a barely over 21 points a game as well. They are 12th in the NFL in total defense, and they have a lot of trouble stopping the run. So you know what? This might be the week for the Rams to really get the ground game going. Daryl Henderson looks like he will play. Uh, at least uh, on a limited basis. Sonny Michelle had 20 carries last week, and, you know, kind of similar to the week one where the Rams kind of got the run game going as it went on. Like, it kind of struggled for a little bit, but as the as the as it went on, the the, the offense got, uh, like, the, the run game got going a little bit, but 29th in the NFL for the Cardinals defense, I mean, that's not super amazing. I think really what we're looking for here is the Rams to establish that run game, and you can't really look at a whole lot between what has happened for these game, these teams the last three games because this is a division game now and these are a totally different animal. Uh, and, and these teams are starting to know each other a little bit. Cliff Kingsbury and Sean McVay are friends. They're homies, man. And they both got sick houses and stuff like that. We saw it on draft day, but uh, I think that they're going to start to learn each other. Cliff is going to start to learn Sean a little bit more. So will the eight-game streak end? 
I don't think it ends this game. I, I think it's possible that it, it could be in Arizona this year. I don't think it's this game, though. And the Rams' passing attack, I think, is just too good for that Cardinals defense. Uh, let's go to the other side of the football here. This is the Cardinals' offense versus the Rams' defense. The Cardinals' offense is explosive, especially through the air. Third in the NFL passing the football, second in total yards. They're also 10th in running the football, so they're, I mean, they're doing it everywhere. They're also tied for first in points. This Cardinals offense is unreal right now. They are playing some ball. The Rams defense, while they are, you know, like 20s based, I mean, uh, you see it on your screen here, giving up almost 400 yards a game, uh, 280 through the air a game, but under 100 against the run, which is good. And then also they are ninth in points given up. So with under 21 a game. So, I mean, the Rams defense really is not playing poorly. It's just playing really an interesting way because, like I said earlier, the the Rams defense seems to be allowing what they will allow, (laughs) if that makes any sense. They don't let you get what they don't want you to get. The Rams defense, though, I mean, they're giving you the, the, like, the, for some weird reason, they basically were like, all right, Brady, you're going to get your yards. You're going to do it. You're going to get your yards. But the red zone defense is going to tighten up. It's going to be awesome. This defense has been playing extremely well, even though they are giving up a lot of yards, but not a lot of points, top 10 in points. And like I said, it's a, a, I see a lot of fans are nervous about this Rams defense, and the, the rankings kind of reflect that, tied for 21st in the NFL right now in total defense. But at the same time, we're 3-0, and and... The the what what my point was earlier was that like everybody's nervous about this defense, but uh, because of like the whole bend but don't break style, I don't even know if I would use those words right now. But the bend but don't break style, if there was going to be a team that could take advantage of it, do you not think it was going to be Tampa uh, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, and all those weapons? Did did we not expect it to be him that could have found a crack in that don't bend but don't break defense and score tutties all day? And that's not what happened. Is it going to be Kyler Murray and the Cardinals? I mean, that the, like the you start to get used to playing teams and you start to get used to playing against the defense. Of course, it's a new defensive coordinator this year. But is this the team to do it? If it doesn't happen these two weeks, I think our defense is just really dope, guys. Like, honestly, I think that that's I think that's what we got to look at here. But the Rams defense, it seems on paper. And if you just are reading box scores, which is a way to evaluate games, I don't believe in it fully as uh, your way to make full judgments of a team or uh, or a unit. But if you're just watching box scores, yeah, this Rams defense is not playing amazing. But if you watch the tape, if you take the eyeball test to it, this defense is playing fine. I have no issues with the way that the Rams are playing defense right now. Let's take a look back at the three to see from last week. We had wide receiver Cooper Cup, who put up the nine catches. Uh, and the, I wrote the yards wrong there. It's uh, 96 yards and two touchdowns. So obviously a great game by Cooper Cup, but he's playing some really good football right now. He's on a record-setting pace. He's first in the NFL. He's best wide receiver right now in the league, and I have no complaints about uh, Cooper Cup. Next is linebacker Kenny Young that we had. He had eight total tackles, led the team, and did have a sack on Tom Brady. You know he's going to be loving that. I mean, everybody loves to sack Tom Brady. It's everybody's favorite. Also, Aaron Donald did get his first career sack on Tom Brady. And also, with that, did become uh, tied for first place with Leonard Little in Rams history. Modern history, we'll call it. That's uh, I saw J.B. Long call it modern history. Uh, for sacks because uh, Deacon Jones obviously would blow those two dudes away with those numbers if uh, he had counted as sacks the entire time. He can't count 
all of his sacks because he was the one that coined that term. So can't do all of it. And then uh, we also had Jordan Fuller, who had three total tackles, but also you do not want your safeties making all of the tackles, okay? If your safeties are making all of your tackles, your defense probably isn't playing that well. Let's take a look at the uh, three to see for this week. We're going to start with Aaron Donald. The Cardinals offense is playing really, really good football right now. They're playing some great ball. They're, I mean, tie, or they're second in total yards, tied for first in points. They are doing it on offense right now. Of course, I mean, the, if you look at their opponents, that does have to be considered. But, I mean, NFL teams are NFL teams. So uh, this is the perfect game, though, for somebody like Aaron Donald to be able to just control and wreck a game. You know, I, it it kind of takes me back, and this is it's a different player, but it takes me back to, who was it, Pagano for the Colts when he was like, don't let Robert Quinn wreck this game. And that's exactly what they did. That was the game that he had this, the the sack, strip, scoop, and score, the four S's on one play, and it was awesome. Maybe we should get, we need one from AD, man. We're waiting for Aaron Donald to score a touchdown. It's like the only thing he's not done in his career, man. He's amazing. Need to get him in the end zone. But this does feel like a game that he could wreck. He could wreck this game. That feels real. Uh, especially with that the way that their offense is playing. Very good offense. But if there was going to be a game where Aaron Donald just says, like, no, you're not doing what you want to do. You're going to do what we'll allow you to do. This is going to be that one. On the other side of the football, we are sticking in the trenches. I'm going to go with Big Wit, Andrew Whitworth. He's going to spend a big, big chunk of his day going against Chandler Jones. And uh, we all feel pretty good that, that Big Wit can handle him. If you guys... Did not catch Big Wit on Colin Cowherd this week. I believe that happened on Tuesday. Uh, you guys can uh, check out YouTube uh, to check out his interview. Awesome. He's just talking about the success of the Rams and what, what's different this year, stuff like that. It's really cool. But he'll be going against Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones was one heck of a pass rusher. Had five sacks in week one. And, you know, it's, it's a tall order to, to try to stop him all day. And if we have anybody on our team in the NFL, really, that can do it, it's got to be Whitworth, right? I mean, there's some very good left tackles out there, but Chandler Jones did that to Taylor Lewan, who's supposed to be really good. So, I mean, that, that there's no guarantees, and especially for an old man like Whit, who's been playing football for the last 86 years, and he's pretty good at it, but these young dudes. <laughs> Chandler Jones, I guess, isn't super young. but uh, And then uh, the, our next one here, we're going to go with cornerbacks. We're going to go with the, the two, but really three, which is Jalen Ramsey, Darius Williams, and David Long Jr., those are our big ones there. Jalen Ramsey's playing great football right now. And uh, it doesn't exactly scare me that he's going against Hopkins. Hopkins will win some. Ramsey will win some. I, I anticipate Hopkins having a, 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 a somewhat of a day. I mean, I, I think he'll, he'll get into the 70s, 80s, and yards. Or he could light us up. I have no idea. Jalen Ramsey's been playing all over the place, so I don't expect him to be a shadow in this situation. But Ramsey's also playing some damn good football right now, guys. And it's really fun to watch. Uh, but Darius Williams, he looked pretty rough last week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, him going against A.J. Green definitely concerns me. Uh, he was not playing great ball last week against the Bucs. So I'd like to see him bounce back in that one uh, to, to be able to to turn it around. And then we also got David Long going, will will likely be going against Christian Kirk a lot in this game. Uh, former Texas A&M Aggie, Giggum, and uh, he's been playing great too. So, I mean, really, that's three guys that are very, very good at this game. And... The key here is going to be messing with Kyler Murray. We've got the the corners. I, I like our corners going against these receivers. We liked them last week, too, going against those Tampa Bay Buccaneers receivers. It was a tall order, and they were out Antonio Brown, so that helps the Rams' defense. This week, Hopkins, Green, Kirk, that's a tough task as well. So I think that this defense is up for it. 
but really, I do think it's going to come down to the pass rush. It's really unfortunate we lose Justin Hollins to that pectoral surgery, uh, but he'll be back. Unfortunately, just nowhere near this game, he'll be back. Uh, but the guys who are coming in to replace him, I like. I like that we'll be able to get pressure up the middle with guys like Aaron Donald. And I think that that's going to be the key for the passing game is stopping them there, uh, stopping them, uh, stopping them at the Kyler Murray <laughs> at their Kyler Murray. All right, let's go ahead and hop into our fan quesos brought to you by Shaw's Customs. So we'll get into those right now. We'll just go ahead and start with Cody. Uh, Rams Pro Bowl lock not named Donald or Stafford and unlikely Pro Bowl uh, season this year. Um, I'm going to say, but if you're going to say not named Donald or Stafford, I'm definitely going to throw in Jalen Ramsey's name into that. And I will also throw in Cooper Cup's name into that. I think that those guys are awesome. Uh, as far as an underrated or potential Pro Bowl season this year, you know what? I, I was too critical on Brian Allen, and I was wrong about Brian Allen, and that kid's playing damn good. Uh, I would say, I would, I would say that he would get like a like the players' vote or something. You know what I mean? Like, so I think like he's playing great ball right now, and I was wrong. I I did not want Allen to start. I was really hoping that Corbett would take that spot, and then we would see you know Note Boom still starting, which he's not anymore, and then Edwards or Evans. It, it is Edwards we know at the left guard spot, but. Uh, but I think Brian Allen's playing really, really good football. And maybe that year off, maybe that, maybe he needed that. Maybe he needed to not be a starter for a year. But, I mean, he was also dealt with some injuries. But I think he needed it. And that's awesome. He's playing great. Uh, I would say, I'd throw him in there, man. Uh, am I the only one that thinks the Cardinals DBs outside of Buda Baker are unimpressive and believe that we should pass all over the cards if our line holds up? Although Higby versus the linebacker core might get shut down. Yeah, I mean they've they've they they do have some good linebackers. The secondary, yeah, doesn't necessarily scare me that much. Buda Baker is the the star there, uh, but no, I, I don't think you're the only one there. I, I think we'll see a pretty similar offensive performance that we did last week against the Bucks. Honestly, it's it's really the difference here is going to be what the Rams defense does to that Cardinals offense. Next one here from Cody: How many rings will Stafford retire with? I I feel really confident saying one. Two, I feel like is maybe pushing it, maybe not. But I feel like he can get one before he's done. I think he brings one to L.A. I think he does it, guys. How do you feel about David Long? I feel like he's consistently being burnt every week, or our team's just having high volume on his side of the field due to Ramsey. You know, Ramsey's playing all over the place, so it's kind of hard to tell uh, with that. But I would say... Uh, no, I think David Long's playing great. I think that, uh, unfortunately, the the guy who's not playing the best or the guy who's playing the worst, I guess, in our secondary is probably Darius Williams right now. And that's really unfortunate because uh, David Long, I, I think, is playing fine, though. I, I think he is getting attacked a lot more than uh, the other side because of guys like Ramsey and D-Will. But, um, yeah, I would say uh, Long, Long, Long's playing fine. And next one here from Cody. So far, thoughts on the difference between Morris and Staley as coordinators for us. Who was slash will be? So for this one, I actually, you know what? I, I Staley is a great coach. And I don't think I was giving him enough credit because of his age and, and, and experience or lack of experience. But he's doing a great job. I mean, he's out there beating the Chiefs in Kansas City and stuff now, right now for the Chargers. And their defense is playing great. Uh, four turnovers for for them against the Chiefs this week too. I mean, that's that's 
crazy stuff, man. And uh, he's definitely, his impact is being felt on the defensive side uh, for the Chargers. Morris, though, I mean, he's a lot, I, I would say he's less aggressive. I don't know. It's it's kind of mixed. He's like aggressive and he's he's both more and less aggressive than Brandon Staley. If that makes any sense to you guys. I feel like there's at least somebody out there that's like, that makes absolute perfect sense. <laughs> and for you specifically, whoever that is, you're here. We got this. All right. But uh, Morris, I, I don't hate his defense at all. And uh, the points is really the big thing here. I mean, you need the you need to not let them get points. Uh, but both of them did that. So, you know what? I don't think there was really a drop off, but maybe there also wasn't an increase. I think that this, uh, this defense just kind of carried over. Our rankings definitely dropped. But uh, we're also only through three weeks, and I think that uh, as we get a little bit more comfortable with Morris's system, I think that those numbers bump up. This next one here comes from Gary. Who gets more snaps in place of Hollins, Oboe, Garrett, or Terrell Lewis? You know what? It looks like Terrell Lewis. Uh, he looks like he's playing some really good ball right now, and I have no complaints about that. My, uh, Garrett, not Miles Garrett, <laughs> Chris Garrett, he comes in, and his motor was amazing, man. Uh, I, I really like to see him get some more snaps in there, some more rotation. Uh, but I think it'll be really Terrell Lewis and Garrett uh, together. Cody, thoughts on Jalen Ramsey's new role? I like it, but it is make more susceptible to the pass at times down the field. Yeah, when you have the best cor cover corner in the NFL, I don't love seeing him blitz. But I do like that we force the quarterback to figure out where five is every play. And then Donald mixing it around, too. I think it's good stuff. Tyler's question, who impressed you the most on the offensive line? Brian Allen, man, for sure. I mean... We knew what Witt was going to do. Felt good about Edwards. Feel good about Corbett. Feel good about Havenstein. Allen was my question mark, and he's playing great ball. He's playing great. So, yeah, I'm going to say Brian Allen. Does Jalen cover D-Hop this week or the star position? Yeah, we're going to see him all over the place all year. I mean, it's, it's I don't anticipate that we see him just shadow a number one all season or, like, all game again this year. Like, I just feel like... Jalen Ramsey's new role is to be a defender, not just shut down one person of the, the game, which last year worked and was fun. You just take out one guy. You say, that's your best player? Yeah, he's you. good luck. You're not going to be able to throw to him. He's going to be covered all day. But that left everything else available. So I think that this year, seeing him all over the place and, and moving him around, putting him in different spots, letting him cover, letting him rush, I like it. I, I don't hate it at all, man. Um, but... Yeah, I think that, I mean, we'll obviously see him on Hopkins, but it's not, I don't think it's going to be a shadow situation. This one comes from Jeff. The O-line was seen as a major weakness at the beginning of the season. What do you feel is the biggest reason for this turnaround? First of all, it was not a turnaround in my opinion, man. This is what I've been saying all season. And this, none of that's directed at you, Jeff. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry I got fired up there. But I spent all offseason trying to get Rams fans to calm down about this offensive line. I spent the whole thing saying, like, this offensive line is not as bad as everybody thinks. No, I'm not surprised that the Rams didn't take an uh, offensive lineman in the draft. I like our guys that we have. Like, we even got depth here. I mean, guys that we're not starting. We've got Noteboom, Evans, Ankrum. These guys are not even... Uh, Shelton, these guys are not even starting. I like these guys, too. I think that those guys could be starters in most teams. So, no, I don't think that there was... Uh, like, I don't think that there is a turnaround because this is exactly what I expected from this offensive line. The Brian Allen is the only one that I had question marks about, but I thought that if he wasn't playing well, that Coleman Shelton would come in and play fine. Or Corbett would slip over and we put in, you know, Noteboom or, or Evans or something like that at the guard spot. So, no, I don't think that there was a turnaround at all. This is exactly what I expected from this Rams offensive line. Everybody else is still stuck in 2019 evaluating this Rams line, and I disagree with all of it.
I have all off season. Do I need to pull out the clips from all off season going back to like March and April and May and June and July? I like to go all the way through and just say like when I was saying I, I am not as worried about this offensive line as everybody else is. Do I need to do it? Because because uh, you're not the only one to say this to me this week, Jeff. Is like it's like oh well what like the offensive line was supposed to be bad. To who? Like to according to because not to me, not according to this sheriff over here, guys. So, what was the biggest reason for the turnaround? I don't think there was one. I don't think there was a turnaround. This is exactly how I expected this line to play. Can get better in run blocking. Definitely a lot of room for improvement there. But this is not a bad offensive line. I never thought it was. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> I hope I hope that none of that comes off as like aggression towards you. That is definitely not the intent. It's just this. I I truly did spend all off season talking about this Rams offensive line, and everybody's like, "What? Our offensive line's good? What? Cool? It's like I've been trying to tell you that." <laughs> Next one here from Jeff. How many more Player of the Week awards will Matt receive this season? Looking at the schedule, I'm thinking three or four more. Ooh, yeah, man. That's um. It feels real that that could happen. Three or four, uh, that sounds real. I'm going to say 13. <laughs> no, we'll say we'll stick with the three or four. I think that that, that feels, yeah, I'm with you there. I, I'm totally with you there. I'm on board. Let's get over to the other questions here on YouTube. We are going over our time again. We've just been doing that, though, every single week. I don't actually have like a set time, but hey, it's all good. Let's see here from Ram's house. Whose house? What is Matthew Stafford's favorite beverage? Also, you missed Chris Garrett's favorite beverage last week. So you can answer both. I'm not going to blow these off at all this time. Because I, I said I would come back and then I just spaced on it. I think because of the time on my screen over here, <laughs> time of recording, uh, is uh, it kind of haunts me sometimes when we get to the fan queso. Sometimes I start talking really fast. <laughs> Um, but that's only because I want to get you guys out of here, man. I want to get the information from my brain through my mouth hole into your ear holes, into your brain so that you guys can regurgitate it to your friends. That's my goal. Yeah. So, uh, Matthew Stafford's favorite beverage. Dude, Matthew Stafford is such, he is such like a family man. Like he's just like a, like a, he's just, he's a family. Like he's got like his kids and his wife. And so like, I feel like he just like, he goes home. He doesn't like go party or anything like that. He goes home and he cracks open a Yoo-Hoo. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. It's just the first like chocolate milk thing I could think of. <laughs> because I don't think Matthew Stafford's out here getting drunk or anything. I think he's just, he's like, you know what? We had a big win tonight. Beating Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Give me the Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm, I probably think I'm way more funny than you guys think. And I'm fine with that. Chris Garrett's favorite beverage. Okay, so Chris Garrett, he's just a little spicy, okay? But he's also pretty toned down and pretty smooth, okay? So, Chris Garrett, he's, he's got my favorite beverage. I'm just gonna, I'll show you guys my favorite beverage here. And that's exactly what Chris Garrett is. Because that's what he likes because it's exactly how he plays. Smooth, but with a kick. All right, Glenn Levitt. I I love Glenn Levitt with my entire heart. If that's uh, if, if I don't know why anybody would get me any, but if <laughs> if you're ever thinking about a gift for Sheriff Joe Bags, a bottle of Glenn Levitt, that's my favorite thing in the universe. Favorite thing in the universe. I love that stuff. 
And uh, Chris Garrett with his play, smooth but with a little bit of a kick. Yeah. Chris Garrett. Glenn Levitt. The best. The best. Oh, God, I don't even have any right now. And me saying that makes me want to, like, finish recording and go get some. <laughs> I love it. It's good stuff. Next one here from Rams House. If Sean McVay were to be the head coach of the Chiefs for the past four years, do you think he would have had more success than Andy Reid? Solid queso over here. Dropping the heat, man. Dropping the heat. Okay, so you know what? I think that they're, like, talent-wise, I think that they're both about the same as coaches. So I don't know if you would have had more success than than Andy Reid, because also you got to look, I mean, the, the Rams 2018 roster was stacked and loaded and explosive and amazing, put up three points. So I, that was, and that was a really a big Sean McVay thing. I know that they really confused Jared Goff with their front and the way that they were doing everything. They, they, they would like line everybody up on the offensive line and you don't know who's dropping, who's coming. So they really, they really got to Jared Goff. And and honestly, I mean, a big part of me thinks that after watching Matthew Stafford in the Sean McVay offense, that if we would have had a different quarterback in that game, I, it almost feels like it would have gone extremely different. But it doesn't matter now. It's over. It's years old. Rams lost. We have to accept it. I have a hard time with it, but we have to accept it. But I would say talent-wise, as far as like their coaching abilities, is I would say that they're they're pretty even. So I would say it's about the same. That he would have had about the same success uh, as as the Chiefs have had. So... I think you can only get worse from like guys like Andy Reid and and uh, Sean McVay because I'm great coach. There's some great coaches out there for sure, very good coaches out there. Uh, but then there's also bad ones. I mean, if you want to compare, I mean, you just look at Andy Reid's previous spot. I mean, he took a, a Eagles team who, yeah, I mean, McNabb's awesome and stuff like that. But uh, he took an Eagles team that really was not. I mean, as good as as everybody, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that that Super Bowl team was was that incredible. It was a good team, but I think a big part of that was Andy Reid. And then, I mean, you look at, like, Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia now, just, like, slamming him into the ground. You know, it's just rough, but, yeah. Rams House. Do we have a problem with Darius Williams not playing as well as last year? I noticed, especially last game, he was getting beaten a lot. Yeah, he really was, man. He was not looking great. Um, His... He just seemed like soft. He was playing really soft where like somebody would like just like turn and maybe nudge him a little bit. But then he's like way off of him all of a sudden and the guy's wide open. And then he's like, I don't know. It's that I did not like the way Darius Williams was playing last week. And I know he's better than that, though. And that's what's frustrating about it. And that's like that's why I get like frustrated with watching Taylor Rapp sometimes like Taylor Rapp is playing average this year he's playing fine i uh, i don't have any like complaints about taylor rapp's play but i'm also not bragging about taylor rapp's play uh but darius williams last, it's like it's like i know you're better than that like i know you're better than that we've seen you be better than that like by a lot like where is it man so i don't know if he's just having an off day or anything like that but yeah it's definitely a problem and that his game yesterday made me feel good about not having an extension in place for him right now that he's playing on that rfa deal and that the rams really could just like if he's if he continues to play like this at the end of the season, he'll be like, hey man, it's been fun. Go get paid somewhere, do your thing. Thanks for everything, kind of thing. I, and that's that's a plus. This one comes from Neil. I've noticed that Greg Gaines is getting a lot more snaps per game. What do you think of him and that D line so far? I think D line's playing great. Greg Gaines definitely getting in there a lot more. Um, last year I was not a fan of Greg Gaines to start the season, and he started getting better as the season went on. I still really want to see Bobby Brown in here. 
you know, I know that he was probably going to be inactive for most of the games. I kind of went into the season expecting that he would be inactive for most games, but I still really want to see him in there, man. I, I think he's going to be a good player. So uh, overall, though, defensive line, I think is playing really some some good football and uh, controlling that line of scrimmage to the best of their abilities right now. We've been going against some really good lines, though. So that's it's hard to evaluate when you're going against like the Bucks offensive line is really strong. The Colts offensive line is really strong. The Bears offensive line is not, but we beat them by a lot, so it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so far, I think that uh, based on the teams we've been playing, I really like the way the defensive line's playing. A couple more here. We're, this one's from Rams House. Did you see Matt Stafford's no-look pass last game? Thing of buttes, dude. Thing of buttes. Love and Stafford, man. It's, uh, it's a great time to be a Rams fan right now, especially with, uh, with Maddie out there uh, slinging the rock. How big of an impact do you think Justin Hollins will be being out will create? I think it'll be felt, but I don't think it'll kill us. You know, it's like, like you see Bucks fans that are like, well, we would have won if we had AB and JPP. It's like, you really think that those two guys are worth 10 points? Like, really 17? Because the Rams really let up there at the end. They're like, do you really think that those guys are worth that many points? No. Uh, Justin Hollins, similar. Okay. He's a good player and playing great to start this season. It's really, really unfortunate. He finally gets his chance and then he goes out with an injury. That sucks, man. But... Uh, I think we'll feel it, but I also really like the ability of of Garrett to come in, and I really like Terrell Lewis coming in. So I think that we'll be okay. I just think that that kind of sucks. Next one here from Rams House. Who do you think will be the biggest impact this week versus the Cards? I'm going Aaron Donald, man. I think that this is a game that Aaron Donald just, he does Aaron Donald things. Aaron Donald gonna Aaron Donald, and it's going to happen this week against Kyler Murray. I, th- I feel good about it. South Dakota Rams. Dear Sheriff Joe. Booyah. I like strong start. Strong start. <laughs> I was halfway right with the whole Kenny. That's okay. I knew it was going to be in here. I didn't see this before. I'm going to heart it right now. Boom. When you see that hearted, when you see this, you know exactly when it happened. Um, halfway right with uh, the whole Kenny Young with Tom Brady and the suplex thing. But I have a good feeling we are going to win this week. Like clockwork, bold prediction, D-Will will get his first pick of the season and Cup gets another tud. Okay, so D-Will, I would like to see have a have a turnaround game. I think it needs to happen. He has to have that happen, especially in a game where we're playing a team that's known for their weapons in the Arizona Cardinals. They got guys all day. D-Hop was shut down. They got other guys too. Two guys go over 100 yards, not named D-Hop, Okay. So, they, yeah, this, this is a game that we, we're going to need D, uh, Darius Williams to play a good game in this one. Cup is going to keep scoring tutties, man. I, I can't even remember who it was in the press conferences. I'm trying to picture faces or something right now. Uh, I don't remember who it was that said it. They, they were saying that, like, after practice, like, Cup and Stafford will be, like, sitting together, going over stuff with each other. Like, looking at tape and, like, like oh, it's like, oh, right here, you did, like... They're like doing that after practice and stuff. And that's amazing. That's exactly what you want to see, especially when you're a brand new quarterback, you're brand new fancy quarterback coming in. That's amazing stuff. And that's exactly why Cup is playing so well right now. Cup is in the beginning of the best season of his career. Stafford is in the best season of uh, in the start of the best season of his career and also the best season in like probably Rams quarterbacking history. And the Rams have had some really good ones. You guys know the history. I mean, I could I could list off names, but I don't feel like I really need to Ferragamo. Warner, uh, Gabriel, we could, I mean, the list can go on. I, I'm sure you guys are sitting there like, I can't believe you didn't say this guy, you know, but either way, Bulger is in there. Bulger right now, so far to this point, definitely top five Rams quarterback of all time. I don't care what you say. 
Look at numbers. Look at the numbers. Okay. But yeah, I think that, uh, that, that camaraderie that they've got going right now is absolutely amazing. And I can't wait to see it continue, man. This season's going to be a great, as long as cup, I, I know it's like the kiss of death or whatever, but like cup has had injury issues. seem, I think every year that he's been out at least a little bit. So as long as he can stay out there, man, I mean, he is damn good at football. And so is Stafford. He can sling the heck out of that rock. So, yeah, I'm loving this right now, man. I think that Cup is going to keep scoring touchdowns for sure. All right, guys, we went over our time here. And um, that's okay because I, I every time I say, like, oh, man, I went way over, everybody's like, dude, I love the long ones. <laughs> so so I guess that's fine, right? But um, make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Super simple stuff. Search Sheriff Joe Bags, search Ram Showcase. You will find me. I promise you, okay? It's, it's easy to find. It's all over the place. Make sure you guys subscribe to uh, to the YouTube channel as well. You can like this video or dislike this video, whichever is more honest for you. I don't want you to lie to me. I, I hate liars, okay? Don't lie to me. If you guys disliked it, dislike it. If you guys liked it, like it. It's good stuff over here. So uh, that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.